Hello, I am Yelda. I am with Stu Brett Schneider today, and we are going to talk about seven levels of awareness. I think this is an incredible topic that we are going to learn seven levels of awareness that I don't know uh, what are they. So I will also learn with you. So Steve, what is, I want to start with what is awareness uh, and uh, what are the levels uh, that you mentioned, uh, seven levels, what are they? Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Yelda, for doing these. Uh, welcome everybody that's watching. Uh, this is going to be perhaps uh, an eye opener for a lot of people. So um, awareness is basically conscious awareness of what's going on around you, conscious awareness of what you're thinking, conscious awareness of what you're feeling, conscious awareness of the actions that you're producing. Okay. So most people go through one, maybe two or three levels of, uh, of awareness during the course of their lives. Very few go through all seven levels or achieve all seven levels um you know um there are people that are so aware you know the dalai lama is it comes to my mind right like he's reached a level of awareness where he can take all the knowledge that he's gained during the course of the lifetime that he's existing in presently into the next life he is so aware that he can actually reincarnate into the next version of the Dalai Lama and bring that knowledge with him, the knowledge that he learned from the previous life. Am I making sense? So this, this is a very, very extremely high level of awareness and very, very few people manage to achieve this. But I think that the purpose of human life is to really look into increasing their awareness. Okay, like becoming aware of who you are, becoming aware of what you're capable of, becoming aware of what you want to do, and going out and creating that uh, desired want. Am I making sense? So um, let's begin. There are seven levels. I'll, I'll just tell you what they are to begin with, and then I'll, I'll expand on each one. So the first level is animal. Then there's masses. Then there's aspiration. Then there's dis, uh, individual, then discipline, then experience, and then mastery. Okay, so these these are fantastic levels. Now the Dalai Lama, I think, is at a level beyond mastery. How I can uh, tell you uh, what that level is, I'm not sure. But when you're in a level of mastery, there is absolutely nothing that is controlling your thoughts or emotions. No circumstance that comes into your life is going to control where you are going or what you are doing. Um, there are people that we call conscious, uh, uh, unconscious competence, okay? So they are not aware that they're achieving all of these great things or how they're achieving these great things. They just do it. People like Richard Branson, uh, Elon Musk. Um, I'm gonna go turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's interrupting, but as soon as it stops, okay, I'm going to switch that off. My apologies. Okay. Shoot clock. Be quiet. Okay. So um, let's begin with, uh, I was talking about Elon Musk and Richard Bran uh, Branson. You know, these guys just know what they want and they know how to inspire people to help him, help them get what they want. Okay. So they are at a level of consciousness or a level of awareness that is beyond most people. 
All right. Now, this is the only difference between anybody and people like Elon Musk and Richard Branson is their level of awareness. So let's talk about the first level. The first level is animal. Okay. So when you're born, you require assistance to get through life. You know, your, your mom and your dad have to look after you. Your siblings might, you know, watch over you at, at a certain point. Um, but you are totally and utterly dependent on other people to, to survive, to exist. Um, you don't know much of anything. You're not consciously aware that you are living. You are not consciously aware that you are breathing. You are just being the animal that you are. Am I making sense? Mm -hmm. So in the first three to four years of your life, you're only imitating your parents. Okay. You're only imitating your grandparents. You're only imitating your brothers and sisters. That's how you learn how to walk. That's how you learn how to talk. Okay. By imitation. So this is uh, repetition, rote repetition of the things that you see and hear happening around you. Okay. Very little conscious effort going into anything. So uh, state of animal. When you reach about the age of seven or eight years old, you start having the ability to reason. Okay. Which means that you're starting to use your uh, uh, higher mental faculties to make sense of things. You're able to say no to things. <laughs> Just probably the first <laughs> word that anybody learns is no um, or don't do that. You know, don't is uh, I was reading an article that Bob had written uh, in uh, in the thinking, uh, thinking into results program. And uh, he says that one of the worst words that anyone can learn is don't or can't. I'm sorry, not don't, but can't. Yes. Okay. It is, it is a, a four letter word that's worse than other four letter words, right? Because it, <laughs> it has such a, a deep impact on our, uh, on our um, subconscious mind that it really affects us. So at about the age of seven or eight, we get this capability to reason. And that's when we start forming our own opinions. That's when we start forming the idea that in order to uh, get along with everyone around me, I have to agree with what they're doing. Okay. So this is a, a, the second level called the uh, called masses. Okay. So basically you're just agreeing with everyone about what they're saying, about what they're doing. You're dressing the same as them. You're uh, going to the same school. You're going, you're learning the same classes. You're going to the uh, same rock concerts and you're going to the bar on Friday nights. You're setting yourself up for this path of uh, being one of the sheep. Yeah. Okay. Being a follower. You're just doing what everybody else is doing. Okay. Now the biggest problem with this is a lot of people don't go beyond that. You know, they, they, and, and, uh, you know, I hate to say this, but this was my father. He was in the masses way of thinking all of his life. If he uh, uh, had aspiration, which is a third level, if he ever had aspirations of doing something greater or doing something bigger, he never told me about it. We never talked about that. We, you know, we were told that, you know, this is the way life is and you've got to follow the safe path, you know, uh, grow up, uh, go to school, get an education, find a job, uh, fall in love, buy a house, go work a dead end job until you retire. That was the safe path. And that's exactly what my dad programmed, uh, my mom and my dad programmed me to do. 
and it never quite fit. I never really was in the masses kind of mindset. Um, I never got along with the guys that I worked with, uh, never got invited to parties, never got invited to, uh, to go out to a show or a movie by anybody I ever worked with. They were just my work uh, mates. That, that's it. Never made friends out of them. Um, and my friends were very odd people. Okay. Like they just didn't fit into to what everybody else was doing. They, they were artists. They were musicians. They were, uh, um, oh, they were scientists and they were, uh, nerdy people, right? Like I love those people because they're, they're intellectual. They talk on a higher level than most of the guys I worked with. So, um, I never really fit into the masses into things, although my thinking was there. Okay. Like, um, I was uh, trying to be liked by everybody. I was trying to get them to like me. And I, I wasn't aware enough to be able to say that's not working for me at the time. So my level of awareness has risen quite a bit since that, you know, since, you know, 10 years ago. So after masses comes aspiration. Okay. Which means that, you know, you might be working at a job and you're kind of going like, is this all there is? Is this all I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. Yeah. Is there more for my life? Right. Is there something bigger in me trying to get out? Right. These are all questions that I never knew how to ask. And I never knew how to listen for the answers either. For every question that you have, you have the answer. Okay. You just need to learn how to listen to your intuition to be able to uh, answer those questions. So aspiration is just saying there's more. I've got to give more. There's something in me that I'm trying to express. I want more. I want a better life. I want a happier life. I want to uh, be healthier. I want to be wealthier. That's called aspiration. Okay. So that's the third level of awareness. The fourth level is when you start to express your creativity in order to um, answer the questions that you were asking in the level, in the third level. Okay. You become an individual. Okay. That's what the fourth level is individual. You start not really caring about what other people will think about you. You start doing what you love to do. And if people like you, that's awesome. If you people like what you're doing, that's awesome. Those are the people that you resonate with. Those are the people that belong in your tribe or you belong to that tribe. Am I making sense? Mm -hmm. So expressing yourself, uh, being who you are, being authentic to yourself instead of trying to be somebody else. That's becoming an individual. Am I making sense? Are you following? Okay. So once you get to the point of expressing yourself, there's a level that we get to called discipline. Okay. When you've answered the questions in aspiration and you start expressing yourself in individual, you, you want more, but yet you still have this programming that says, well, this is the safe path. You've got to follow the safe path. And in order to, get out of that safe path and express your individuality, you have to break some rules. And in order to break those rules, you have to have discipline in order to give yourself an order and follow through with that order. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, you know, 10 years ago, I was uh, uh, sitting in my cube in uh, a tiger cat designing forestry equipment. And I was asking these questions, what is in my life that I want to express? And I sat down and I wrote out the life that I want to have. 
and I um, wrote out steps that I need to take in order to achieve that life. And uh, I started giving myself orders and I started following those orders. Okay. Yeah. You know, the first, first few attempts, man, I, I got scared. I got nervous. I, I, I you know, I tried something. I, I, I took some big risks and I fell flat in my ass. But with discipline, I've learned that falling on my butt, I can stand up, brush myself off and move forward, learn something from my mistakes and move forward. So that's part of the discipline end of things. So the sixth level, which I'm still in, this is the level that where I'm at. I'm, I'm still at the discipline level and I'm making mistakes. I'm learning from the mistakes and I'm moving forward. I'm progressing and big things are about to break for me. So I'm really looking forward to the next few years. Um, then comes experience. So after you've fallen on your ass a whole bunch of times, after you've made <coughs> mistakes and failure after failure, you've gathered experience. Okay. And when you use that experience to achieve greater things, mm -hmm. that's when you've risen to that level of awareness. Am I making sense? Yeah. So that's, that's the sixth level of awareness is experience. And now what I can do with all of the failures that I've uh, um, experienced, mm -hmm. I can take that knowledge and do something even bigger, even greater. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Yes. So I'm nowhere near achieving my goal as yet, but I'm having a real good time at trying things and failing and trying things and failing and just learning mm -hmm. and growing and, and understanding what things I need to do next. So um, I'm... I'm getting to the point of experience because I'm failing so much. <laughs> yeah, all of us are failing so much. I mean, we are people and uh, what can you do? Yeah, yeah the, the, the biggest problem with most people, again, they're in the masses state. If they try to take a risk and do something and they come up against a roadblock, they don't have uh, their, uh, the experience of being an individual, they don't have the experience of being disciplined and they fall back into their comfort zone. They just keep doing what they were programmed to do by their parents. You see? Mm -hmm. So when you change levels of awareness, that's when greater changes happen in your life. That's when you start becoming the person that you're supposed to be and you start experiencing wonderful things. Yeah. So that brings me to mastery. Yeah. Okay, so I have a long way to go before I reach the level of mastery. But when you are at a level of mastery, it means that you can sit back and come up with an idea. And, and Bob Proctor is there. Like Bob's been a master for <laughs> yeah. 30, 40 years. 40 years. Right? He's been a very, very successful man. And all because he started studying this knowledge at your age. Yeah, I think right? I think 26 or something like that. 26, he started learning about this stuff, yeah. So at a level of mastery, you can create a goal, something that comes to your mind like this, and you'll know exactly how to achieve it. You know, and I'll tell you what, you may not know exactly how, but you'll know who to, who to talk to, uh, what, what uh, things to start doing in order to achieve that goal. Yes. And and you'll have it accomplished in a very short period of time. Like, you know, Bob sets himself a goal. He doesn't, you know, he puts himself to, towards that goal 100%. There's no 
you know, do this and, and then do this and then do this. It is this goal. This is what I'm focusing on. I want to achieve this. And it happens in a very short period of time. So to give you an example, mm -hmm. there's a, a lady that he works with by the name of Cynthia Kersey, and she has a foundation called Unstoppable, where she is building schools in Africa. And right now, and I haven't had an update on this in a few, uh, in a few months, but right now, they are building one school a month in Africa to help educate young Africans to, you know, have an education. Most, yeah. you know, most people in Africa go through their lives without schooling, without any kind of education. So uh, Cynthia is building a school a month right now. And Bob's uh, goal is to build a school a day. Wow. <laughs> right? So uh, it takes a lot of resources. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of people to co-create this wonderful thing. Yes. And I guarantee you that if Bob has this in mind, the plan will come to, uh, to the end. He will win this goal in uh, a short period of time. Yes. So that's, that's the, the seven levels right there. Now the thing is, is that you have to sit back and take inventory of your life. Where am I in my life? Am I, you know, am I at animal level? Well, no, chances are you're not. You've gone beyond mimicking people and, and relying on other people to keep you alive. Yeah. You're probably at a level of masses and perhaps at a level of aspiration, okay, where, where you want more. Mm -hmm. But you're just unsure. You, you don't have the awareness necessary to say, I want to move forward from this. I want to create something bigger. And... Um, Fear is often a blocker of achieving anything. Mm -hmm. um, and, and fear is basically just not knowing, right? Yeah, a lot of people get stuck in this, uh, this process. You know, they're, they're living in a, in a state of masses. They have an aspiration to start their own business. And they start going, well, if, if this comes together and if I do that and if I get the money from here and I do this and I do that, then I can start my own business. But, you know, they plan and they plan and they plan, but they never take action on starting that business. Mm -hmm. They never take action on uh, even attempting to find out what they need to know. And, and I'll tell you what, you don't need to know anything. You need the desire to be able to do something. You need the desire to, to uh, achieve a goal and burning desire, such a great desire that you will stop at nothing to do it. And that's where uh, becoming an individual comes in. You start saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going to keep going and, and, and I'm going to die trying. If I don't make it, I'm going to die trying. And that's the exciting part of this, right? I'm, you know, if I try something, if I do something to get me closer to my goal and I'm, I'm successful, I get to celebrate. Woohoo! <laughs> if I fail, I get to celebrate. Woohoo! Because I just learned something. Yes. So the next step is going to be a success. And even if that step isn't a success, the next one will be a success. And then you'll find out that you'll skip several steps. You know, things start building. You start gathering momentum. You start gathering th uh, people and you start gathering resources and you start gathering knowledge and you start gathering everything that you need to achieve everything that you want. And it's just a matter of taking the first steps. Um, I can't remember who said this. I think it was an astronaut. He says that baby steps lead to great achievements. Yes. And, uh, and they're not wrong. It's tiny steps that you need to take, but you need to take those steps. 
And having the level of awareness that you need to take that step is what we're talking about in these seven levels. Yeah, it's like a building, a making a, a building, making a building. Like you are putting a bricks every day, one brick, and you make a building at the end. It's yeah, like at the end. That's exactly right. But you have to have a great foundation yeah. to build a strong building on, right? Yeah, sometimes it can be... <laughs> Sometimes it can be messed up, but you must build again and move forward. Yeah, but again, having this information to help you achieve those great things is the foundation that everyone needs to have in order to achieve yes. great things. Yes, totally. No, you could be like Elon Musk and Richard Branson and just buffalo ahead, you know, knowing that you're going to succeed if you take steps towards it. Like they just, they just know that they can do it. Yeah. The rest of us Just have to believe in yourself. The I'm important, sorry. Important thing is believing in yourself. So yes. If you yes. really and believe that it's gonna happen one day, so it will happen one day. Because, but you must also take some steps. So if you just sit, it doesn't happen. Yes, you're absolutely you right. And something. and that's that comes to you in the fourth level of awareness is individual is becoming uh, being able to believe in your ability to achieve anything yeah. it also comes down to uh, and we should maybe um, do a video on this it comes down to understanding who you are a yeah, lot of people walk video next week about this okay cool yeah we'll do that because uh people uh are not aware that we exist on three individual planes at the same time uh simultaneously uh, we are spiritual beings, we reside in a physical body, and we have an intellect to guide us through our lives, okay? We've been gifted with an intellect so that we can change our level of awareness. Mm -hmm. You'd like to take a look at the other species on the planet. There's balance. These species are perfect. They, they blend in with their environment. We, on the other hand, were given the blessing of higher intellectual faculties. We were given an intellect that allows us to change our environment okay and because of that we kind of fail to use those intellectual faculties correctly we fail to understand our spiritual nature what's deep down inside of us and trying to express itself is that spirit and um, we we use our uh, intellect very poorly Simple as that. We, we use our imagination incorrectly. We, you know, we don't have enough uh, um, uh, willpower to, see th uh, to, to try something and see it through. Um, you know, we've got memory. We've got intuition. We, we rarely listen to our intuition, which comes back to the spiritual side, right? Like our intuition is spiritual. It is not something that's physical. It's not something that we have in our body that says, well, we can pay attention to that. No. It's something that we have to exercise. It's something that it's one of our higher mental faculties that we have to give focus to in order to strengthen it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually making a, a big uh, step right now to become more aware of my intuition, to become more in tune to what my spirit is telling me. And right? the, or what spirit is telling me, what nature is telling me. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, for example, uh, for uh, doing this, I'm doing uh, closing my eyes and uh, 
trying to listen my uh, heart sound like put put <laughs> and how do you do that i mean uh, what what are the practices that you are doing uh, for listening your intuition for example sometimes uh, i ask something to myself for example uh, i have two options maybe and i'm asking myself that which one is the best for me but sometimes i don't get a answer so how do you uh, what do you suggest uh, in this situation uh, what can i do to make my intuition more uh, uh, in my awareness maybe yes so it, um, being able to listen and, and michael yes. beckwith michael beckwith is is amazing at talking about this i wish i was as uh, as um uh, I wish I was able to relate what he was talking about more clearly. Maybe But we can takes... uh, invite him here. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome if you know. I will get a, not you know, our, our following keeps growing. Then uh, yeah, I'm sure that Dr. Beckwith would love to be with us. Um, but um, listening to our intuition takes practice. It takes meditation it mm -hmm. takes sitting down and becoming calm uh it requires you to be aware of the level of vibration that you are in are you joyful are you happy are you uh in harmony with the spirit that's within um because that's that's the time when when it will talk to you and you'll be able to listen And um, if you are, you know, in between, and I know this is what happens to me while I'm meditating, I, I sit and I listen to my breathing. I pay attention, I focus, I bring myself to center myself in me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll be there for, you know, I'm getting better at it for a minute, two minutes, and all of a sudden my thought goes drifting off to what I need to accomplish tomorrow or, or a problem that I'm having. And I, you know, it, it's the way my mind is set up right now, but I'm getting better and better at, at listening to my breath and staying with me instead of worrying. I let those thoughts disappear. I let those thoughts go out of me because when you have a thought, it's trying to release itself. Yeah. Once you get to a point where you are focused on your breathing and there's no thought really happening, that's the point where your intuition can speak the loudest to you. Yeah. And, and it and feels it comes, great. Yes, yes, exactly. I was just going to say that it is a wonderful sensation that comes over you. It, it's almost very close to being in love or, or, or it's very close to the sensation of love. And uh, when you hear it, when you think about it, you will feel that sensation of love. You'll feel that this is my path. This is where I need to go. And you've got to act. This, the minute that you've got a thought in your head about something, you must act on it right away. And, and, and this is where, you know, the other two levels or the other three or four levels come in, uh, you know, the, the discipline, the experience and the mastery. I mean, if, if you are disciplined enough to give yourself an, uh, an order and follow through with it, things will change for you and your intuition will guide you. Am I making sense? But you've got to take the action and it's the action that stops us. Most of us 
hit the terror barrier. You know, we, we worry and we doubt and that causes fear. Fear creates a, a feeling of anxiety yeah. and that's where we stop. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm not feeling good about this. Yeah. But yet your intuition is screaming, go do it. Right. I understand. Yeah. And Sandy's got a great, uh, got a great uh, story about this. Actually, she, uh, when, uh, when she decided that she was going to work with Bob, she uh, composed an email to her law firm. Like this is her business. And uh, she says, as of such and such a date, I'm going to retire. I'm going to leave the business. I'm going to get you guys to buy me out, whatever it is that, that mm -hmm. she was writing. And she's got this thing all composed. She's read it two or 300 times <laughs> to make sure it's worded properly, to make sure that it's making sense. And she wants to push the send button, but she can't. Oh. She can't click on the send icon. So she calls up Bob. She says, I, I, got the, I got it ready. I got it ready to go. Bob says, well, push the button. She says, I can't. <laughs> Bob takes the phone and goes, push the button. And she freaks out. She pushes the button and bam, it's gone. And she's going, oh, my God, what have I just done? She hangs up the phone from uh, Bob. She goes scrambling through there. She tries to retrieve the email. She tries to get it back from all these oh. people. Because she's worried about what they're going to say. She's worried about, um, you know, hurting people's feelings. She's hurt, worried about all kinds of craziness going on in her life. And yeah. yet every email that comes back goes, man, Sandy, I wish I had your, I wish I had your courage to go and do this. Congratulations. We're very happy for you. Right. That's all that, all the reprisal that she ever met. Now she's the CEO of the Proctor Gallagher Institute and mm -hmm. She's never, she's not looking back. She's having such a wonderful time with her life. So she's, she's increased her level of awareness to a, a point of experience. As far as I'm concerned, it, is she a master at it yet? I, I believe she's very close because she's very close with Bob. Right. So, yeah, yes, I yeah, see I, him. I, I see her. Sorry. She, she's so confident. Mm -hmm. no, I really like her. I mean, when is, while she's uh, talking in at the stage, uh, it's really impressive. I mean, I'm really proud of her. It's yeah, yeah. Sandy learned. Yes. Sandy so, learned very quickly because yes. in 2006, she never knew about Bob Proctor before. She just went to one of her seminars because a friend invited her. Right? She went to one of his seminars because a friend invited him. And at that seminar, she said, I must work with this man. She made that decision right then and there. And she learned very quickly. And Bob and her became partners. And next thing you know, she's just doing amazing things. So, you know, uh, I think that Sandy was uh, very close to being somebody like Richard Branson or Elon Musk. Very, very close to being that kind of a unconscious competent and make that transition very quickly. Now, here's the, here's the good thing to know about this. Anybody can do what Sandy did. Anybody can do what Bob did. Anybody in the world can be as successful as they want to be. So, yeah. What what More what is it that it. you want? <laughs> yeah. So you got to sit back and say to yourself, "What do I want? What what uh, what do I want my life to look like? What is it that I want to do for uh, a career? Or what is it that what do I want to express? Am I an artist? Am I an engineer? Am I a doctor? A lawyer? What is it that <laughs> is in me to give to other people?" Um, 
I have an acquaintance, uh, a, a client, uh, a manager at a business that I, I do repairs on forklifts for. And um, he, uh, he's getting to a point where he's thinking about retiring. And I said to him, well, what do you love to do? And he said, fly fishing, right? <laughs> and I said, well, oh, that's awesome. Uh, how long have you been doing fly fishing for? He says, all my life. My grandfather taught me. I says, well, don't you think that makes you an expert? And he goes, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm pretty good at it. He says, why don't you teach it? Yeah. Hey, maybe I could. <laughs> Great idea. Right? Yeah. What better way to, to live your retirement than to teach people how to fish and earn an income from, from doing it? Put together a fishing camp. Go out on weekends. You, you invite 10 students to come out and they pay whatever it is that you want to get paid for your time and you show them exactly how to fish. He thought that was great. He thought that was great. Yeah. So every I now like and then I ask. I like to join the fishing companies with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's and you know what? Yeah. And I, uh, every now and then I, I see him at the, at the plant that he works at and I go, hey, how's the, how's the fishing school going? He goes, oh, I, I haven't thought about that yet. Man, somebody else is going to do it if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I want to, I want to really see him succeed at doing that. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yes, totally. Yes. And I, I have a question. Uh, so there are levels of uh, awareness, but for mm -hmm. example, uh, you are six, but uh, suddenly can you go down to two or three, I mean, no. is it possible to degreasing in levels or if you reach that level and you never go back? You cannot go back. Oh, nice. It's impossible. When you reach a certain level of awareness, you cannot go back to thinking things that you were thinking before. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this, this is a, a really amazing part about awareness, about consciously thinking about where you're at in life and what it is that you want and what it is you're doing and combining all the things together to say, hmm, I can do better. That's when you start increasing your level of awareness and that you cannot turn back from. But most people don't use their conscious mental faculties correctly like i said you know they just do whatever comes next i'm just doing this oh i got to do this now oh i got to do this now and they never really express what's inside of themselves that was my dad's whole problem that's why he was depressed that's why he was overweight that's why he had emphysema that's why he had cancer that's why he had all kinds of maladies because he was not expressing his creativity he he was not on the path of fulfillment. So spirits yelling at him, spirits telling him what to do, but he's just not listening. No. You know, he doesn't know how to listen to his intuition. Yes. yes. I love my dad. My dad is, is my hero. As far as I'm concerned, he worked for 35 years looking after his family, looking after me and my brothers and my mother, amazing guy, but he was just totally and utterly depressed and ill most of his life i was actually talking to uh my uh, my business associate today about this this morning i think that my father actually died at the age of 40. okay like um he didn't pass on 
until 86, but he literally died. He was walking or, or living a walking death is what I call it. Just going through the same routine day in, day out, not achieving anything, feeling unfulfilled, feeling unloved, feeling unhappy, being sick. Uh, you know, I hope that at this stage of the game that my father, before he passed away, increased in a level of awareness that he can come back in a future life and do better for himself. Uh, I really do hope that for him. So. Yes. It makes me sad. <laughs> that wasn't the that wasn't the point. You know, you know, when you consider that my dad was exactly like ninety five percent of the world's population, mm -hmm. he was doing exactly what everybody else is doing. And do you have any uh, idea about that? For example, if we come across this kind of people, like our dads, our moms, or someone in our family, or anybody. Uh, how can we try to make them being aware? I mean, uh, is there any uh, way to do that or nothing? You, you, but you cannot make people become aware. It's impossible, okay? Here, here's the thing about this. Nobody can make you think something you don't want to think, okay? So all you can do as a student of this, uh, of this knowledge is to supply the information to them. And let and see if the light bulbs start turning on, right? Mm -hmm. Give them, talk to them about what you're learning. Tell them about. I'll give you an example. I, um, um, I think I talked to you about this before. A few weeks ago, we had our first family get together since COVID started, and it was my older brother, my younger brother, their families, uh, and my mom. And my mom's sitting, sitting right next to me. Now, I'll give you a brief history. My mom, she had a stroke back in 2013. She's been in a nursing home ever since. She's paralyzed down the left side of her body. And um, she really is a negative-minded person. So uh, while I'm sitting there, we just finished dinner, and my mom says, well, you know, uh, sooner or later, I'm going to have dementia. And I shook my head and I slapped her on her knee and I said, stop saying that because you're begging for it, right? And she kind of sat back in her chair and she says, well, you know, it's a possibility. And I said, just because your mom had dementia does not mean that you're going to get it. Now, by saying you're going to get it, you're begging for it. It's going to happen. So stop it. And uh, everybody in the room kind of went, hmm, Steve's right, you know? Uh, they didn't say that out loud, but I could tell by the atmosphere that, that somebody was actually listening to what I was saying. Yeah. So um, th that's the only thing you can do is share the knowledge with somebody. If you catch them saying something negative, like, um, I, I don't know, well, there could be endless possibilities. But if, if uh, say, somebody said, oh, I'm going to uh, lose a lot of money in this business transaction, you go, well, you're begging for it. So keep saying that and you'll lose your money. Stop thinking about negative outcomes and start thinking about what the positive outcomes of this business transaction could be. Yes. And, it, and you know, you, and th th these are the things that you have to train into your own mind to be able to recognize that somebody's going down the wrong path with their thinking. Mm -hmm. You understand? 
So, you know, again, all you can do is share this knowledge with them. Uh, you know, the stick person, you and I did the yes. stick person already, yes, right? Yes, this is our uh, second video. Right? Share that. You study that video like a scientist. Watch it over and over and over again until it's ingrained in your mind what goes on. And then you can see people as the stick person, the top, <laughs> you know, their head, head is their brain and anything from the neck down is the body. And you put that line across the middle of their face the top part is their conscious uh, mind. The bottom part is the subconscious mind. And this is where all the emotions get built up. This is where all the emotional things go on. So the thoughts that you allow into your subconscious mind, the conscious mind acts as a filter to the subconscious. Okay. The conscious mind can accept or reject things. So what you accept, you're allowing through to your subconscious mind. And that creates an emotion. And that emotion is expressed through the body because the body is just an instrument of the mind. Okay. Wow. We're going over that. But when you see that, when you study that video and you start looking at people and saying, I know what you're thinking, <laughs> you're going to be able to say, Hey, you can change the way you're thinking, okay. or you can suggest some different idea to them instead of what they're thinking and watch their energy shift. Oh my God, I've done this so many times. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, I see somebody who's not feeling good, is not in a good mood. I know that they're not entertaining ideas of a positive nature. Mm -hmm. So I can ask them what, what, what's bothering you. And they might say, oh, you know, it's nothing much. So that's something because I can tell your energy's wrong. Right? Yes. You and can then feel they can it. Talk about it. I'm sorry? You can oh, feel you it while you're... Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your intuition kicks in, like uh, your intuition reads other people's energy, right? Mm -hmm. And if you start listening to your intuition, you can help those people. Okay. So mm -hmm. again, share this knowledge with everybody you meet. That's why I'm giving this video, you know, like yeah. I want to share it. I, I want people to become aware of what possibilities are ahead of them. Yes. So people who are watching this, they can also share these videos to their families, yeah. their uh, friends. Also, you must also uh, really understand these uh, levels of awareness and you can uh, study uh, for yourself and you can uh, increase your awareness someday. <laughs> or Absolutely. Please keep going on studying yourself and uh, it will help uh, to make your consci consciousness uh, more aware. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a silly, silly sentence, I think. <laughs> I, conf I uh, confused while I'm uh, creating yeah, the you, sentence. You, you become <laughs> consciously... Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're doing it right. You become consciously aware of what you're thinking and feeling and doing. And yeah. that's what increases your levels of awareness all the time. So yes, yes. Totally. Keep practicing. Yes. Keep practicing, keep studying. That's the other thing. You know, um, one of the rules that we are taught as kids, you know, you pick up a book, you read it from cover to cover, you put it on a shelf. Well, you're not going to learn anything from it. You know, uh, right in, in the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, he says right in the first chapter, read the book from cover to cover and then come back to this chapter. This is the second chapter on desire. Come back to this chapter and start executing the six steps of success written uh, in that chapter. So you never stop reading it. You under, and he also says in the book to underline 
with a pencil all the the words and the phrases and the paragraphs that resonate with you that make you want to read it again and then read it over again and read it over again bob proctor has been reading that book every day yes i know for his entire life and he keeps reading it to reinforce what he already knows and he also goes to the book when he's when he's kind of stuck he says he'll pick up the book he'll open it up and he'll start reading whatever page it lands on it doesn't matter he starts reading the page he starts reading the page he'll read one or two paragraphs it might be right there in front of him he'll have the answer that he's looking for in order to achieve the goal that's getting him stuck am i making sense yeah wisdom is written in books okay and you pick up a book and you start studying it and you study it over and over and over and i mean study it it becomes not just knowledge it becomes understanding and when you have understanding and you apply it to your life, that's when changes happen. That's when your levels of awareness start to increase. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the uh, information. It was a very exciting topic. Uh, I really had fun. Yes. It was great. Thank you so much for this uh, conversation. And thank you, everyone who are watching or listening us right now. Uh, we are going to have a webinar on uh, 23rd uh, October. Uh, That's coming up quick. Yes. Uh, so you can uh, register uh, to our Zoom link from below of the video. And if you don't want to miss our videos, you can subscribe. Uh, the video yeah. and uh, you can get notifica notifications and because we post videos every week so if you like them you don't uh, you have a chance to don't miss them so thank you so much uh, have a nice day everyone thank have you nice Yolda. Day, Steve. i'm blessed thank you so much